Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. It's the Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Muse, how you doing? I wanted to get into into the weirdest fucking Christmas album ever. We wa- might first want to get into uh, exactly what the fuck we just saw recently. <laughs> the YouTube Rewind video. That album review is the main event, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> But beforehand, we have an opening act, and it is just as confusing and... <laughs> what's the word I'm looking for? Underwhelming? Yeah! It, okay. It's 2017 YouTube Rewind! Oh, shit! <laughs> so, have you ever seen a YouTube Rewind before this year's? No, I have not. Oh, okay. See, I have. I, I've, I have actually made it a thing. Uh, to watch the YouTube rewinds every year, just to kind of see what they're like. And I can fill you in. This is the worst one. <laughs> okay. Now, now all right, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna watch this thing, pause along the way, you know. So we right, see yes. we see the beginning and it's the 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 eclipse, sort of an homage to that, which wasn't a YouTube thing, but okay, Oh whatever. my god, dude, I didn't even think that. I didn't even get that reference. <laughs> wow. Okay, so yeah, that was a thing. Um, and then the first voice you hear is, uh, Stephen Colbert. Stephen Colbert! I love Stephen Colbert. I liked him better on the Colbert Report. Uh, his late night talk show, I don't really follow it all that much. But I'm wondering what he's doing in YouTube Rewind compared to... His former other Daily Show alumni, say, John Oliver. Because John Oliver always seemed to be the guy who got the hits, who everyone was kind of following on YouTube, because he's on HBO, isn't he? If there has to be a reason behind this, I would say it's because John Oliver is far more political. And you can just tell by this video... That they wanted to steer clear oh of the political shit <laughs> as much as possible. Because oh, there could have been we'll a lot that. of shit they could have talked about. We'll and they get to just, that. They steered <laughs> right around that shit. So, so well, alright. So, first of all, I'm confused because I'm hearing Stephen Colbert. And I'm like, but I'll, 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 I'll take it. Because I'm like, okay, maybe they just want to have like a famous person on. Last year, I... I I accidentally saw the beginning of that video, and it was like, oh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, famous person. But I think it was for, like, the meme of him wearing the little, uh, the, the fanny pack thing. This says a lot about YouTube as a platform, where it's like, alright, we need a familiar face to start this off and get people's attention. And it isn't someone from YouTube. <laughs> Yeah, so so it's like, all right, can you sum up 2017? And they look at each other, and then and then it cuts to like this kid walking into YouTube's offices. I guess <laughs> was that supposed to be a reference to the that like politician being interviewed on TV and his kids walked in? Maybe, but it's not it's not specific enough for me to get that. And then. Despacito? Despacito, because (laughs) it was really fucking big. There are three songs, if I'm not mistaken. I think there's only three. Mm -hmm. And I guess they figured, what are the three videos or songs that got the most traffic on YouTube? We gotta feature them in the video. And it comes down to Despacito, 
humble and shape of you. But my thing is, it's like, these aren't YouTube sensations. No. These were huge outside of YouTube. Like, uh, uh, especially Despacito. It's not like people were like, ooh, the music video for Despacito is just so interesting. We gotta watch it on YouTube. The only one I could understand it it for is Humble, because people were talking about the music video, which most people saw on YouTube. So that one I kinda get. While we don't get YouTube musicians, which to me would make more sense. We get YouTubers, I guess, dancing to Yeah, I don't know any songs. of these. But I'm, like, I'm looking around like, are they, is this supposed to be like a I'm everyday people thing where it's just like random people? Because I was like, I don't know who any of these motherfuckers are. You know, when, when the Beatles released Sgt. Pepper and they had that <laughs> album cover and it was all the people on the cover and the inside... There was a little outline of all the people, and there were numbers assigned to them, and it would tell you who all was on the cover. Uh. I wish there was a version of that <laughs> for this video with time codes. Like, at 33 seconds, these two guys on screen are blank and blank from blank. And it'd be like, oh, okay. All right, I still don't know who that is. But, you know, at least you're telling me. I don't recognize any fucking buddy. And I'll admit, that's on me. That's on me because I just don't fucking... I guess I'm not cool. I guess I'm not trendy. I don't follow this shit. The only people in the entire video I recognized were Markiplier, who was in there for, I want to say, two seconds total. Yeah, all the people I fucking knew were just like, Oh, wait a minute. Oh. <laughs> they were in there and they were gone. Except... For the big reveal, but we'll get to oh, that. Oh, yeah, oh, we'll get to that. We'll get so- to the big reveal. And then we move to the humble thing, which is probably one of the weirdest transitions yeah. in the video. Because it was like, okay, so there's a train mm. that is being stopped by the fact that uh, this guy, once again, don't know who it is, has a having a fidget spinner. And he's like, he's controlling what? it with the fidget spinner, yeah. And don't worry, folks, the fidget spinner makes another <laughs> appearance Dude, later. Dude, the fucking fidget spinner is the star of this goddamn thing more than any of the fucking celebrities are. Dude, I would not be surprised if at the end of this video it said, Sponsored by fidget spinners. Pick one up for Christmas. So yeah, this train that is being controlled with a fidget spinner knocks all the snow onto a bunch of YouTubers, presumably, like a car would water in a puddle and it just covers all these people and again if this is the only time you see them in the whole video you see them for maybe a second covered in snow and you could barely even see their faces and they're all like oh no i'm being covered in snow and then cuts to three random dudes doing impressions of salt bay yeah yeah which again I don't think that was a YouTube thing. <laughs> no, I don't I think, think it was. I think that was just a... It was a YouTube thing? Uh... I thought it was just a random picture. I didn't know it was no, a no, video. No, vi- no, there was a video. There was a video. Oh, okay. Okay. There you go. One point for YouTube. Unless the video didn't... Unless the video wasn't posted on YouTube first. Unless <laughs> it was a Vine or Instagram. Which is very possible. But then we get to the bulk and I do mean bulk, of this video. It's people 
throwing slime. Yeah, it's slime. It's slime. Okay. And I think because slime videos, slime's big. Yeah, I think slime videos are really big this year. Again, don't know who any of these fucking people are. Are do these people make slime videos? See, that's my main complaint with the video. Like, yeah, it's how featuring... are these videos highlighting what these people do? Yeah, I have no idea who these people are, and that what they're doing in the video doesn't give me any clues to that. So what you're seeing here at about 1.30 to almost the two-minute mark are these people in a field throwing slime at each other, making dumb faces... And twirling slime around, combing each other's hair. Like, I need a fucking meme reference. Uh, 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 what do you call it? I need a fucking, like, meme almanac or some shit. A meme index. <laughs> a yeah. meme index! Yeah, that's what I mean. I need something to tell me, is that a reference to something? Or were they just, like, doing something stupid? You know? Everyone is all smiles, right? Everyone is so chipper. Everyone's having such a good time. Right about now is the point where it's like, hey, advertisers, see? YouTube is like a fun, friendly place. Mm-hmm. It, it's not full of Nazis and hate <laughs> and alt-right bloggers. No, no, no. Oops. You think that's what this ultimately was? This yeah. was their, their, let's not do anything that could possibly offend anybody. Mm-hmm. Nice, pretty, happy. Uh, this is their... Uh, if I could give the world a Coke ad, basically. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, somebody trips on some slime. And then it transitions into shooting stars. What they do here, though, which ruins it, is instead of people just falling and that being the joke, because that's how it starts, it then goes into, now we're just going to have people dancing and act like they're swimming. And it's like, that. that's not the joke, though. Yeah, because YouTube... Doesn't get the joke. Like, YouTube, the people who made this video, there are literally people who... We know that there are people on our site that are really popular. We don't know why people like this shit. <laughs> and so what <laughs> we're gonna do is just... That's the aesthetic of what they do. Hey, someone repeating something going back and forth. Let's just show that. Instead of the reason why it was funny is because, well, what's happening in the situation is this crazy thing is happening and then it's going out into the into space. But instead of, like, showing the aesthetic of why that's funny, they're just showing the... They're just doing the, the, the copy-paste. We're like, well, we're just copying that action instead of showing what the context of that action. Like, these slime videos, it's... Whenever I see these slime videos, it's not people throwing slime at each other. It's them playing with it in their hands. And these two sections, the slime part and the shooting stars part, are a really easy, super cheap way... Of getting a whole bunch of people in the video all at one time without having to focus on them for too long. Mm-hmm. You get a shit ton of faces that are all really hard to tell apart, especially because it's moving pretty fast. It's like, I get it. There's a lot of creators and you can't feature them all. But how about you just pick like 10? <laughs> you, just, you just pick like 10 and focus a good bit of time on that. Why do you need a seven minute video? With all these different set changes and all this, when, at the end of it, I don't know what YouTube is. Like, this doesn't tell me what YouTube is. Yeah. It doesn't represent it in any sort of way. Um, the only person that it focuses on for more than a half second is Casey Neistat. I know him. 
<laughs> I, I remember him. He's the guy who said he was canceling his YouTube channel. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, people. We then get sent to a graveyard, which is like a meme graveyard, I guess. Because you see Harlem Shake and um, there's a and few. Phil DeFranco. I know him. Phil DeFranco is there. That's right. I do recognize him. And I do think it's funny. I will actually give him this, that there's a headstone for Catch Me Outside, and it's like 2017 to 2017. <laughs> like, they're not even entertaining the thought of that taking off. Oh, it goes to All-Star. Now, All-Star is actually pretty funny. And and the joke was that it was popular in 99, then it randomly became popular this year, and it'll probably become popular 20 fucking years later for no real reason. Like, that, that's actually kind of slick. And it was a thing that became big this year. So it's just like, I, I get why that's here. And, and it was specifically on YouTube where this happened. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know what was the best part about that? It was subtle. It wasn't shoved in your fucking face. If you saw it, you saw it. If you didn't, you didn't. And then what? We're thrown right back into the shooting star meme with someone dabbing. We then transition for about a second and a half to the singer Poppy and another person sitting next to her who I didn't recognize, just kind of stirring tea. Then it's right back into space, but only for a little bit though, because then it needs to have a jarring transition where this one person was <laughs> flying through space and now they're just falling back to earth slowly out of frame as we see and hear a montage oh, of all the tragedies God. from the past Oh year. no! No! Look, guys, <laughs> I get it. I really do. But this execution was so piss poor. Oh my god! It felt so forced, so ham-handed, so out of place. You want to know specifically why they shouldn't do it? Because they specifically this year made a policy that said, "Oh, if you talk about recent events or or tragic events or something like that." We're demonetizing your video. So for YouTube to put in their video, hey, look at all these tragedies that have happened this year. Specifically, fuck you for that. And, but on top of that, it's like, this is supposed to be a silly YouTube video. Don't put this in here. This isn't the fucking time. It reminds me of the time at the uh, at E3. I think it was last year where it was like right after the uh, Pulse uh, nightclub shooting where Aisha Taylor was, like, about to start her Ubisoft presentation. She was on stage, completely surrounded by all these different people in funny, wacky costumes, and decided, hey, this is the perfect time <laughs> to bring things down and say that, hey, we're thinking of all the victims. And, is it, like, really, right now, when you're surrounded by someone wearing a fucking giraffe head... This is when you think, hey, I gotta give a shout out to all those who lost their life in Pulse. It's like, the heart is there, and I appreciate it, but in a video like this, you really didn't need to put it in there at all. And I don't think people would have noticed or thought it was wrong. Like, hey, where are the tragedies? Yeah, exactly. How dare they not bring up horrible events that happen? Like... We understand, well, apparently these people don't, but <laughs> most watchers understand context. The largest mass shooting in America history 
would probably be one you'd want to focus on. But yeah. I think they mostly focused on the natural, quote unquote, well, of course. tragedies. Of course, because like, no one let's has not to talk about, about the shootings. Yeah, no yeah. One has to think we're about just going to talk about the hurricanes. We're going to talk about all of that. I do hear the name Ariana Grande thrown out there, so they do reference that explosion at an Ariana Grande concert. But I don't even know if we ever found out what the cause of that was. So that's a safe bet. But let's not talk about the shooting. Because that's too specific, and that could bring up a gun rights argument, and we don't want to do anything that could even hint towards anything political. So instead, we're just going to show these YouTubers looking somber holding for about hands. a half second. Uh, and then we're going to show them holding hands to be like, hey, you know what, gang? We Together, did it. we can get past this. We did Bull it. fucking shit. You <laughs> didn't do a goddamn thing. <laughs> I fucking can't stand this fake, like... Yeah, all these YouTubers who may not know each other all that well, we're all gonna, we're all gonna come together. And YouTube does not have, as much as they wish it did, does not have that strong of a fucking community feel. And then we're right back to it. Like, not even a fucking beat. We're now at a rooftop party where someone is DJing with a fidget spinner. These four groups of four all come in from different sides. Uh, you got one side, you got the back, uh, you got the backpack kid and a few folks. But the big reveal mm-hmm. are the fucking Logan brothers. And who doesn't want to see Paul Logan and whatever the fuck the other guy's name is from fucking uh, Team 10? Dude, they both look exactly the same to me. <laughs> everyone loves Team 10. Remember when everyone was talking about Team 10 for that thing they did that was so newsworthy? You know, the thing where they went on TV and were part of a news story that was all about how much of shitty neighbors they were? Yeah, and how they're, like, making fires in their backyards and shit and doing lots of really horrible things. Yeah, and here's the thing. It's just like, well, you know, PewDiePie wasn't in this video, and we know why. So we need another obnoxious blonde guy. Yeah, but it's Enter... Like- Logan Paul. <laughs> but my thing is, it's just like, well, then why are they in the video? Because people fucking yeah. hate them. Yeah. They didn't I think really that was just kind of like a fuck you. Yeah. I, I, think I it's feel just like, like that was kind of a, fl- I feel like that was kind of a fuck you to the audience, honestly. Well, here's the thing. Things like this are not done by people who have uh, an idea, right? This video wasn't made by someone who was like, I know what I wanted to do. You know what I've wanted to do all year? Get all these people together and show off all of their talent so that we can really... No, that wasn't what they were trying to do. This is, like you said, this is an ad for YouTube. This is an ad to say, look how happy and shiny everything is. And here's the thing. Jake Paul or whoever the fuck his name is, whatever the fuck his two first name ass did, it wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't enough to hurt their bottom line. It was enough to hurt Disney's bottom line to be like, we don't want to associate with you motherfuckers. But it wasn't enough to hurt their bottom line. So he stays in. We then go from the rooftop party where everyone's dancing and half of them are doing the fucking backpack kid dance. That was a funny thing for a day and a half. Which I do not remember that fucking happening. People told me about that. I never saw that happen. It was people telling me about it. Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll admit, I was fully aware of that one. Because I saw him, I saw the video of him doing it, then I saw him at the, was it, the VMAs or whatever, and he danced with Katy Perry, and then he was in the Katy Perry music video, and here he is again, doing that one thing (laughs) that he'll always be known for, the only thing. But then, 
someone throws the wrong slime at the wrong guy, I guess. Like, is that a thing? Does does Jake Paul or, or Todd Paul or fucking two first name guy, does he not like... Logan Lucky. Yes. Yeah, does, does he not like having things thrown? Because he's like in the middle of dabbing like, oh, I'm dabbing. This is still cool, right? And then he gets the, the thing thrown on him and he's like, what? They're going to throw down, but then it's like, ah. And it, yeah, and then he throws one at his brother, which he, mm-hmm. he, that wasn't even the guy who threw it at him. It was someone else. <laughs> but okay. And then they just start pelting everybody <laughs> with slime. <laughs> yeah. No one is safe now. <laughs> no one is safe from the slime power. <laughs> now that the power, the combined power of the Logan twins has come together, there is no stopping this mob. But then we get Stephen Colbert again, who is, I guess, now the weird Greek chorus narrator of this music video, <laughs> who just yells out, the floor is lava, so we can then get a lazy transition to a bunch of people acting like the floor is lava. Which... What? I don't think that was a YouTube thing either. No. I mainly saw pictures of that on yeah. like Twitter and Instagram. That, that was literally never a YouTube thing. The person who made this video and had this idea, they didn't think about like what the joke is. All they had was the the premise. They didn't they didn't actually think about the context. The context is, oh, respecting women is uh, the floor is respecting women or something like that. And then having someone jump up. The joke isn't that just that lava is on the ground. The joke is that you're doing the opposite of this thing. And haha, because this person's jumping up and trying to avoid the floor. Right. You know? And, and isn't the floor is lava like a game that children have been playing before we were born? Yeah. So like, that's nothing new, especially not from 2017. Might as well have sent this like, the idea for this video through, like, a YouTube bot or something like that. Like, oh, uh, they just typed in all the words for everything that happened this year. And it's like, and give us back uh, the scenarios that you sh- that you would want to make for a video. Because, like, you know, a-, a machine wouldn't understand that there's context to s- the floor is lava and the floor is this. All they understand is, so we have a scene where everyone is avoiding lava. You know what I mean? Because there's no context. Bringing it back to Poppy, having the weirdest moment in the video where it just cuts back to her and she just says, I'm Poppy. And then it just cuts away from her. <laughs> I mean, you know what? You know what? If, if we're going to say that the videos should be about what they're known for, that is kind of what she's known for. <laughs> and at the very least... She said who she was, which is more than what everybody else in the video should have done and didn't. Literally. She's the only person I know for sure who it is. <laughs> like, she might get the most uh, views off of this fucking video because she's the only fucking one who actually identifies who she is. This week on the Going Off Podcast. Merry Christmas, motherfuckers. <laughs> 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 I think you need to 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 go first because I I gotta hear what you think. Okay, okay. Well, this week on the show we are talking about because you got Eminem next week. So what the hell are you gonna do in the meantime? We're not recording on the week of Christmas, so we got to do our Christmas special now. So what better way to celebrate the holiday season than to talk about? 
hip-hop and R&B Christmas Gold. A two-disc compilation of hip-hop and R&B Christmas songs. See, in hindsight, no, on paper, this could work. Because there are a lot of compilations of rap songs and R&B songs that are about crisps that they've seen before. My problem with this album is any Christmas song by a rapper or R&B artist that you might have known ain't on here because the (laughs) album is so goddamn cheap that the only ones they could fucking afford are the ones you've never, ever goddamn heard of. So R&B, right? You'd think, oh, well, obviously fucking Mariah Carey is all I want for Christmas is you. No. None of that shit. Maybe some, uh, maybe some Nat King Cole, maybe some Natalie Cole. No. Not even goddamn Patti LaBelle. Presents and cards are here. Nowhere to be seen. <laughs> Instead, we're left with Merry Christmas, Merry <laughs> Christmas, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. <laughs> so, the R&B songs are probably the better songs, but... Are you fucking shitting me? Hold up. No, no, no. Hold up. Here's my point. Here's my point. Here's my point. (laughs) Shut up. Here's my point. (laughs) Better, but not as interesting, because it's people that... They're all right singers. They're all right. Mm. But it's boring when it's R&B songs. You're waiting for the laughs. You're waiting to laugh at the bad rap songs. That's the whole point of this album is yeah. you see all the rap names and that's what you want to hear. You're not fucking here for... Hold on, I gotta open Spotify because I gotta see the fucking... <laughs> I need the track list in front of me. Well, here's the thing. These aren't like old songs. These are all completely new. These came out last year. So this isn't like a compilation of like... That's what I thought it was at first. No, these are all completely new songs from this record label called Cleopatra Records. At the beginning, the very first song you hear someone say Cleopatra Records. This is their new album. And, you know, so they got all of these hip-hop and R&B singers. Stars! But not in the way that you're thinking. Now, if I say Hip Hop and R&B Christmas from 2016, this album came out last year. What are you, who are you thinking of? Oh, Rihanna. Boom. Uh, Beyonce. Dra- yeah, Drake. And if you can't get him, fuck it. Um, Gucci Mane. Fucking. Gucci Mane. Fucking Nicki Minaj. Ray Shrimmer. Somebody. Nope. <laughs> we couldn't get Drake. So here's Curtis Blow. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> See, here's the thing, right? I didn't know that these were all new songs. Yes! They, so, they may sound old. <laughs> yeah, see, here's the thing. When you're looking through the track listing, right? And I'm going to do my impression of a fucking mid-90s compilation album thing. <laughs> Cameron! Onyx! Lunix! Baby Bash, Chingy, Ready for the World, <laughs> Curtis Blow, Cool Mo D, <laughs> Club Nouveau, Rose Royce, Ying Yang Twins, Styles P, Unk, Master Ace, Afro Man, Blue Cantrell, Project Pat, 
Jaquan, Camplo, Trick Daddy, Kia, and ya boy, you know him, you love him, Freak Nasty. <laughs> like, I, mean, I thought this was a compilation of old Christmas songs, and I saw goddamn Curtis Blow's name come up, <laughs> and I'm listening. The song, by the way, is is uh, simply called uh, KB Christmas Delight. And it's it's so weird because it's spelled like uppercase K, lowercase B. So I was trying to figure out what the fuck that was. Like, I was like, what? Like, K flat? Like, <laughs> that's not a key. I always thought that was a glitch. Yeah. Like, that was just like a was file a name. Yeah. And they just went with it. Like, oh, it's Curtis Blow's Christmas Delight. Fuck, that's not the name of it. It's just called Christmas Delight. Oh, well. <laughs> like, it's already printed. Yeah, like, Too that fucking was the, late. Yeah, that was the file name and then stuff. <laughs> so, when his fucking song gets started, it's got this Rapper's Delight Dude, it literally... It's literally fucking the breaks. Like his yeah, first big yeah. hit from 1981 and shit. And what's funny is you'd think it would be like, these are the Christmas breaks. <laughs> that would have been funny. That would have been funny. <laughs> because you know, whenever you get these fucking rappers back in the day who used to do Christmas songs, it was basically just like a Christmas version of a song of theirs you had already heard before. And yeah. that's the joke. <laughs> because ultimately... Christmas songs by a rapper like this, um, by an artist like these, are cheap cash grabs, Mm -hmm. which is exactly what this album overall is, so it makes perfect sense. A nostalgic, cheap cash grab. When I saw his name, and before I had known that this was a brand new album of all brand new songs, I was listening to Curtis Blow, and he's talking about all all these folks that are coming over, Uh right? And he's like, run DMC in the house. Uh And I'm like, Okay, that's cool. And then he just goes, Uncle Snoop in the house. And I'm like, Uncle Snoop? Wait a minute. How fucking recent is this? And then he just goes, Kanye and Kim in the house. And I'm like, I was in my car and I just went, No! (laughs) Get the fuck out of here, Curtis Blow! Kanye and Kim in the house! I was like, oh no, fuck me. <laughs> so, but like, he's not even the oldest thing on here. Rolls Royce? Fucking car wash? Fucking Bonnie Pointer? Couldn't even be a fucking Christmas car wash. <laughs> fucking freak so- nasty. Christmas <laughs> dip. <laughs> Put your hand up on my hip. Under the mistletoe we dip. Like something. <laughs> I don't fucking... I don't know what I was expecting from this shit. Like I said, what? like I said, this is the weirdest fucking Christmas rap album ever. Because let you you you're jumping ahead. You're jumping ahead. Because I know. We gotta start at the beginning with oh. fucking they know me parentheses Merry Christmas and oh boy, never has uh, uh, the words of a song title in parentheses ever really truly meant yes this is an afterthought because oh my god <laughs> the song starts off we're going to start off with just like merry christmas motherfucker like the most <laughs> angry <laughs> deep i love that that's how the album starts like <laughs> my god this is what you're in for prepare yourself 
and, and it fucking and like so it's like Merry Christmas motherfucker and then it's like the sweetest music comes right afterwards and I know it samples fucking Silent Night by the Temptations you hear that it's like it was the night before Christmas I was like okay alright well let's and it's fucking goes. Cameron I don't think we've even mentioned that it's Cameron and then Cameron comes in and he starts talking about like I fucked a girl, skeeted in her eye. You know where I be. I fuck your bitch. I, you know, I made her suck my dick. You know where I be. And it's just like this whole time he says absolutely nothing about Christmas at all. Like there's not even a fuck Christmas sort of thing. He just doesn't mention it. Like it, 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 it's legitimately like he went like, oh well, you know, someone says Merry Christmas in the beat, so I don't really need to, right? I can just talk about fucking bitches like I normally do. <laughs> So the very first song is already sounds nothing like Christmas because like the chorus is just they know who I be I'm fucking bitches Merry Christmas motherfucker <laughs> and then we get to Onyx now oh boy not even Onyx can save this shit bro no that was fucking terrible that was ho- Jingle Bells shotgun shells. <laughs> Knees getting jumped every day. Oh. Dude. First of all, he says he's trying to put a Christmas tree in a bomb. That was weird. I didn't even understand what that meant. Like, it it was one of those, this is threatening, but what, what the fuck is, what are you talking about? <laughs> and then, oh, he does that horrible line. We hate cops because they open to fire. So fuck chestnuts roasting on an open fire. It's just like. Dude, for a rap album put out by the same label. So you got all these people who are assigned to this label, I assume. And they're all working on this album. So you know all these songs are new. I think every rap song has that rhyme <laughs> the in it. Open fire line. Yeah, that appears open like fire three rhyme times. with open fire. I swear, <laughs> it comes up like five times. Yeah. It's absurd. But it's the go to joke. Yeah. And it's just like, I get it, but none of them make it work at all. <laughs> like, with these guys, he just rhymed. Like, because, like, we hate cops because they open to fire. Like, I already got the reference. But then, so fuck chestnuts roasted. I was like, thank you. Yes, I got it. And then, like, the song ends too early. So there's, like, a whole minute of, like, the beat and nothing else happening. Like, there was supposed to be a third verse, but it just didn't happen. So it's just like, uh, please tell me you guys aren't already out of ideas by track two. (laughs) (laughs) Then we get uh, Deck the Halls, which is actually the first average track. It's the first one that's like, okay, it's like the, oh, what if there was a Black Santa and this is what would happen. It's like, oh, that's not bad. Then you get Baby Bash, which I actually, like, legit enjoyed. Which is like, oh, it's about, you know, smoking trees with your girlfriend on Christmas, you know. Yeah, it's Christmas trees. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's talking about weed. Yeah, very obvious hackneyed joke, but the song wasn't bad. Yeah. And I gotta give it to, was it, Oz As Yet? As Yet, the fucking I, uh, the boys to men light. <laughs> oh, okay. I was, I was curious. Their there, uh, Angels We Heard on High wasn't bad. Yeah, it was nice. An acapella. They yeah. sort of had interesting ideas in there, you know? And then we got Chingy's Christmas. Look. <laughs> I don't think anyone 
What? A Chingy Christmas? No. Not 2016 Chingy Christmas. <laughs> yeah, like, I was just like, did you really think that was the angle that you wanted to go from? Hey, ladies and gentlemen, hey, all the kids gather around, it's Chingy's Christmas! Motherfucker, who? <laughs> like, Chingy's throwing a party at the Motel 6, because it's all they can afford now. <laughs> he says, oh, the kids saw a surprise. It's Santa Claus, but even more confusingly, Chingy, apparently still making music after the year 2006. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know what, I'm not going to lie, that chorus wasn't bad. (laughs) What was the chorus on that one? It's like, coming on down like Santa Claus, a Chevrolet, not a sleigh, but I got a bunch of cookies for all of y'all. I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, it's not bad. That actually was, that was kind of nice, yeah. Yeah. And then we get the first... Um, of the older artists who, uh... Ready for the world, yeah. Who obviously have not sang in a while. Uh, because... <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Like, did they not get to warm up or anything? Did they just, like, kick them out of bed and just, like, sing the fucking song? We only have enough money to pay you for four minutes. One take! <laughs> I'm sorry, but we are not as ready as our name would suggest. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> so fucking Ready for the World comes in with fucking... This straight up sounds like karaoke music. <laughs> like, I was listening to those, I was like, what the fuck? And like, they did that thing on their voice that, you know, karaoke microphones kind of do. Where it's just like... I'm just listening to this. I was like, this legitimately sounds like they was chilling at karaoke and they were like, someone was recording it and they were like, that's great. You don't have to do any more takes. No, we were just warming up. I actually have strep throat. No, it's all, it's all good. I just went back and listened to it. The backing track actually has the like, on the beats. It has the little click that you would hear on a fucking karaoke CD. That's, I swear that's what it is. Oh my God. How did I not notice that the first time? That is unapologetically bad. (laughs) That is fucking terrible. And then we get Merry Christmas Baby by uh, Bonnie Pointer. One of the porn assistants. Ah, yeah. She decides that here's all you need to know. Halfway through, she decides to rap. Uh. (laughs) (laughs) Like, that's how we play in California. I was like, nope. Nobody asked for this. Absolutely nobody asked for this. <laughs> That's the fucking story of the album. Who asked for this? Who asked for this? Wh- whose album is this? <laughs> Who's responsible? <laughs> we want names for hip hop and R and B Christmas gold. Yeah, right now we're in the fucking retro block. We got Ready for the World, Bonnie Pointer, Curtis Blow, Cool Modi, Club Nouveau. And Rose Royce, Club Nouveau, did the Stand By Me cover. Yeah! Yeah! I remember that shit now. Where it's like, yeah, it's your favorite song, but now it's got a really whack-ass club beat under it for no reason. <laughs> yeah, so we got Curtis Blow and Cool Modi trying... To kind of be relevant in a hip-hop scene with KB Christmas Delight and Surviving Christmas. Now, I actually thought that one was okay. Surviving Christmas? Yeah, I liked the... I mean, it's very, 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 very simple. 
But, uh, you know, it's saying like, you know, no Christmas trees, no Christmas lights, no eggnog, no this, uh, no that, you know. Everything was just listing things they don't have (laughs) is the whole song. But, like, just the way it, like, this is one of those ones where, like, the beat work really helped with it. Because using the carol of the bells and the repetitive nature and, like, the idea of loss and it being repetitive and every year there's just that feeling of having nothing, you know? It's like, I feel like this song actually did a good narrative job. And I was like, oh, hmm, okay. He rhymed a couple of words with themselves, but all right, it was actually not bad. Club Nouveau doing the 12 Days of Christmas. Fucking no. Like, no. No, 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 no. I'm sorry, but as an unwritten rule, anyone doing 12 Days of Christmas, that fucking song is just... Who needs it? <laughs> Who fucking needs it? The whole time, you're waiting to find out what that last goddamn thing is, and it's never a good payoff. And especially here for the 12 Days of Christmas, where it's just the typical ones, you already know what they are. Yeah. There is no, like, oh, well, what's on day 12? You already fucking know. Then we get Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. I'm pretty sure the Jackson 5 did, like, this version, but better. Oh, Literally, yeah. these are all zero-star songs, because it's just like, this is bad... I mean, there are a billion Christmas songs out there, a billion Christmas variations. If you're going to make a version, it needs to stand out. You know what I mean? And that's honestly where I feel this album fails, where it's just boring at points. Or it's just like, yeah. dude, we just had Onyx telling me that they had you know, were trying to kill Santa Claus. Like, what the fuck is this, this happy, friendly 12 Days of Christmas shit doing on here? Like, what the fuck? You know? Like, yeah, it's a very good point. Like, this is a two, two albums. Come on, two CDs, come on now. You needed to fill it with this shit? Get the fuck out of here. An hour and 40 minutes. So so then we got Ghetto Christmas. Yeah. Man, they are really, they're trying <laughs> with, with these titles, man, I'm telling you. Ghetto Christmas by Styles P, Tyler Woods, and Fortis? Okay, he has a lyric where he says, Stay humble. Appreciate the levels, my nigga. Word to Jesus. I'm praying for the devil, my nigga. Right before the chorus, talking about, Yeah, ghetto Christmas. Everyone's having a good ghetto Christmas time. It's like, wait, why are you praying for the devil? And then he says, I hope one day everyone gets to have a ghetto Christmas. It's like, you know, that's a bit darker than I think you think it is. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I hope one day everyone is poor enough that they don't get to fucking, you know, have a have a good time at Christmas. Like, what the fuck? Like, that's fucking dark. That fucking reminded me of that. That reminded me of that Sean Kingston song. Yeah, yeah, uh, I'll take you there. Where it's like, we can go to the slums. It's like, where killers, where killers get, get hung. hung. Why would you want to go there? <laughs> like, what the hell is like wrong with you? He first, he first presents it like, we we can go to the tropics. Sipping the coladas. Or, or, if you're feeling it's it. more your speed. <laughs> if that doesn't strike your fancy. <laughs> I remember in one of my early videos, I had a joke where I said, like, uh, come with Sean Kingston. He can take you there. Warning, Sean Kingston makes no promise that he'll be able to bring you back from there. <laughs> <laughs> it is a one-way trip. <laughs> So then we get oh the absolute the star the of the crux show of the album <laughs> ho 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 by your boys 
the Yin Yang Twins. <laughs> it fits so well on this album for the Yin Yang Twins to be singing a Christmas song for no reason set to Farajaka. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it starts off like, Merry Christmas! Merry. Like, I was just like, are, are they like the fucking ghost of Christmas past? Like, why are they sounding like this? It's so scary. <laughs> and then, and so you hear it just, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. And you're like, wait a minute. What? That's not a Christmas song. Look, Frere Jaca is not a Christmas song. Why are they singing this? And and then in the background, just the, Merry Christmas, ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. I got your present. Here go yours. Where the hell's mine? Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Dude, if the whole rest of the album was like this, I really would have liked the album. I would have recommended it. <laughs> because this album isn't even so bad it's good. It's just boring. Yeah, like, I can't even call it the worst Christmas rap album. It's just... It's just weird. Yeah. yeah. It's just weird with the places that it goes. But, th- like, this song is what you think the album would be about. You know? Right. Exactly. And, and then, do you remember that one part where it says the ho, ho, and, like, it was, like, r- sounds like it's being, like, repeated on a loop, like, mechanically, <laughs> but then it yeah. starts to speed up, like, like he's being sucked up by a fucking tractor beam. <laughs> ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 somebody help me. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Oh, it's so bad. That oh. That is music that I would play at the Christmas party. <laughs> oh, yeah, please. That fucking just... By the way, it doesn't start with the ho, ho, ho right away. I listen to it. It starts with like a... So you have no idea what the fuck is coming your way. Ah! Ah, 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 ah. I just listened to it again. It really does. Ah, ah, ah. Like, why does it do that? I thought it was gonna go on for like four more measures, you know, but it just, it just hits you. <laughs> Maybe that was intentional. I don't know. Ah, 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 uh, then you get What Do You Want for Christmas by DJ Unk, the guy who did Two Step, the, the two-hit wonder from the mid-2000s. Yeah, he did Two Step, and then, what was the other one? Walk It Out. Like, somehow, he just happened to get two hits really quick. He just, bow-bow, and he's gone. But the weirdest thing is, it starts off with, like, Michael Myers music. Like, it starts off with someone saying that. I'm like, that's literally not the holiday for what this is. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Michael My- Like, what? Why? But that one, honestly, that one's completely forgettable. Like, there's absolutely nothing to say about it. Other than the fact that it's a Christmas song, uh, a Christmas song that starts off with someone saying Michael Myers music. <laughs> but then we get actually one of, possibly like, one of my new favorite Christmas songs. Black Santa Toys, Toys, Toys by Master Ace is the best song on the album. <laughs> no fucking doubt about it. And it's almost it's near clear the end. and away the best. <laughs> and it's almost near the end. It's almost a, a reward for putting up with the bullshit. 
Yeah, it's like it's actually like a little sweet yeah Christmas song. It's really cool. It's about like uh you know Master Ace being a kid, you know, in the hood and in the ghetto, and he hears that there's a black Santa at the mall, and he's like. He's like giddy as fuck and he's just like, oh my god, am I going to see a black Santa? This is going to be so cool. I wonder if he has like a pick for his nappy hair under the thing. I wonder if he, you know, like he's a, he, he's a, uh, uh, some guy who's like trying to get his life together or something like that, you know. It's like, I can't wait to see him because I'm going to be so happy. And then, you know, the chorus is like, it even encapsulates like... That feeling of, like, coming down the stairs on Christmas Day, you know, because it literally just goes, like, toys, 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 toys. I was like, oh, my God, this is so nice. Like, this is this is a pretty fucking song by one of, honestly, the best and most underrated rappers fucking alive today, Master Ace. If you don't know who the fuck Master Ace is, Jesus Christ, he is better than this goddamn album. <laughs> who, I don't know what fucking publicist fucked up and got him on this shit. But, yo, I, I appreciate it. This is, like, the dude that inspired Eminem's flow. Like, seriously, you guys need to check this fucking guy out. Then, almost, oh. almost as if to say, oh, you were expecting good music? <laughs> well, let me just, let me just knock that like a thigh out of your head. Uh, Afro Man and Dubstep. So, moving right along, we have, uh... Oh, Little Town of Bethlehem. Again, another bad song. Uh, by Frida Payne, chick who did Band of Gold. It's it, 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 it's bad. It's just, once again, the karaoke shit. Dude, at this time, I'm so fucking angry. Like, I'm just listening to the bad singing, and I'm just like, you guys are, like, disrespecting my time right now. <laughs> then you have Force MDs, who do, like, the pinnacle of, like, the... Like, this is probably the best sung Christmas song on here purely because it's mediocre. Like, <laughs> it's just generic enough to pass. Like, I, I'm not angry. I'm just, I'm just glad it doesn't sound like the last song I just heard. Then you have What Child Is This? Which is actually not bad as well. The, the Karen White song. It's like, it sounds like, you know, a real band is playing. Sort of jazzy interpretation kind of swings the beat, you know? Then we get Blue Cantrell with a disco-inspired version of Joy to the World. And oh my god, the very beginning, is it just me or did it sound like either the beat or Blue Cantrell was trying to figure out where the downbeat was? So it was like, like her voice was like slightly extending like the measure and being like just finding the beat of the song so that it can continue. Yeah, I just listened to it. She just goes, Joy to the world. <laughs> <laughs> Where are they in the world? <laughs> and then, yo, when the, when the when the actual like beat kicks in, it feels like they just fucking gave up and be like, dude, just put auto tune on her voice, just auto tune it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And and like, dude, even with auto tune, there are points where she legit sounds flat as fuck. And the karaoke band is back. <laughs> it's it's almost interesting, <laughs> just hearing how this song fails. But then we get, you know, we get another song by Selly Cell, uh, West Coast dude. People might not remember him as much, but um, this song is actually okay. I like, I like the spirit of this song. It's like, 
it's it's sort of bombastic. It's like if we don't get what we want, it's still Christmas. If we don't get what we want, it's still Christmas. And so the song is basically like, yeah, sure, you don't want that ugly ass sweater, but man, you're with your family, man. Just fucking smile for the picture. <laughs> I was like, I'm actually, I'm actually okay with this one. This one's a, this is number three in my favorites on this album. You know, I like the rap Christmas songs that aren't about how violent your Christmas is going to be <laughs> yeah, or all that shit. But the songs with heart, like, that's all it takes, really, is just a little bit of sentiment, a little bit of that heart, the feeling of the season. That's all it takes to make a song passable on this album. Telling that someone actually cared a little. Yeah. And speaking of songs that are just about fucking violence, we get The Nightmare Before Christmas by Project Pat. First minute of the song, like, <laughs> shit don't even... Like, this song is literally not about Christmas. Like, it's not about no. fuck Christmas. It has nothing to do with it. It's literally, extendo clipper. I'm not nigga. Who ain't scared to pull that trigger? Like, <laughs> it's just about how he's gonna rob somebody. And then there's, like, that one part where he goes, like... Alright, the, the flow completely fucks up, and it feels like the beat tries to make up for it. Like, he goes like, Winton made decision, got my brother's gun, riding late, scoping out the scene, ready to rob me someone. <laughs> <laughs> then it get to, I was like, what the fuck was that? What the fuck was that? What happened there? <laughs> like, he just, he just passed out for a second, ready to rob me someone. <laughs> Uh, you know, the, uh, actually, I'm gonna say the Trick Daddy Christmas song. I think the chorus was a uh, the good. The chorus was enjoyable. Um, there were some rhymes about like, "Yay, you know, I'm Trick Daddy. Fuck Santa Claus. I'm the one who's bringing gifts to the kids on Christmas." You know, hey, you gotta understand, Trick lo- Trick loves the kids. You know what I'm saying? I'm actually really surprised he did not say that in the song. Uh, <laughs> does anyone does anyone get that reference? Is that just I, me? No, I don't. Come on, you gotta understand Trick Little Kids. Ooh. <laughs> Papa let the sunshine in. The boat wood grain let the twinkling spin. Right on, get you a glass with the coke in the hem. It's quite alright with the draw in the wind. With the draw in the wind. You don't remember that? No, what the hell is that? That was my CeeLo impression. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Then we get the Santa baby rap by Kia. Oh. Dude. I, even for someone phoning it in. Like, this is really bad. Like, this is possibly one of the worst songs on here. So the verse starts, and she already sounds out of breath. <laughs> yeah. Like, listen. Listen to the song. She goes, all I want for Cribbit. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, why do you already sound tired? Like, sit down, drink some water, take a minute. Like, Jesus Christ, when did they record these? In a fucking sauna or some shit? <laughs> Wish it was Christmas every day. I believe in Santa Claus. Mistletoe when Holly, absolute and hey. And then she goes on to the next line. And it's just like, wait, was something supposed to rhyme with Santa Claus? And, and she goes like, it's a winter wonderland. But the man with all the toys spreading all the joy to the... Uh, yo, wait a minute. What? Like, it was legitimately confusing. I'm like, do you not know what you're... Like, you can write the shit down. Like, you don't have to fucking freestyle this shit. You realize that, right? And then and then she repeats the verse. 
she repeats the verse again. And it's like, it's not better. Like, it's not like, oh, that's where the rhyme was. Oh, that's what. It's like, she sounds just as out of breath. But it doesn't sound like they repeated it. Like, they just repeated the vocal thing. Like, she actually just rapped it twice. Because there's different parts where she sounds tired. And it's just like, what the fuck is this? Like, dude, even if I paid someone to make this song, I would not put it on an album. This fucking album. It's, it's, it's the, it's such a one. Oh, yes. It <laughs> Most is definitely. such a, there is no debate that this is a one. <laughs> like, we were not going to have an argument over this. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. And I won't hear it from anyone in the comments that it's anything but a one because you're just trying to find an argument to be a dick because no one in their right mind could possibly see this as anything more than a one. This is a cheap cash grab all over it. It is so obvious and it is so... Uh, like I said before, it's unapologetic. It so doesn't care mm. <coughs> how There's fucking cheap it sounds. The the it's Christmas song with Trick Daddy. Like it starts fading out in the last verse. You you remember that, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Where it's just like, did you guys even give a shit about like mixing this shit right? I think there's a reason I didn't hear about this last year when it came out and why we didn't talk about it last year. So it does feel weird that we're a year late to the party here, but this is goddamn buried treasure. I do recommend it in a weird way. Like, it's something to behold, right? <laughs> like, like I said before, it doesn't even come close to so bad it's good, unfortunately. Yeah. But, it needs a whole bunch of tracks shaved off of it before yeah, it yeah, come yeah. to that. If, if you just want to do yourself, have yourself a fun little experiment here, just find it on Spotify. It's all on Spotify. And just pick out the names of the artists you recognize and just listen to those. Because odds are you're probably hearing the only ones worth listening to, if we're being honest. And if you want to listen through the whole thing, for whatever reason, I mean, be my guest... But it's really dull. <laughs> you're, you're not going to like it. There Especially are... the the Deadland that is like the four or five tracks where it's just singing. There are probably ten, maybe, songs worth listening to out of almost 30. That about wraps it up for this week's episode of the Going Off Podcast. Thank you very much for checking us out this week. Thank you very much to Scott Buster, who's been listening in on this week's episode of the show. Um, if there is an album that you would ever want us to talk about on the show, we're open to requests. Just check out our Patreons, either patreon.com slash rapcritic or patreon.com slash muse for details. Uh, if this is your first time listening to us, all of our old episodes are on SoundCloud and iTunes. That is soundcloud.com slash goin, G-O-I-N, off podcast, or you could just search the Goin Off podcast on iTunes. Download all our episodes and listen to them wherever you go. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and until next week, for the Going Off Podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. Merry Christmas, motherfucker.